0: to take another 15% off of this course and uh, we can't wait to see you there. It's another day, another episode of your daily scrum with professional scrum trainers, Ryan Ripley and Todd Miller. We get together each and every day to help you get better at scrum each and every day. Like and subscribe. Never miss a video. Leave us your questions and comments. Your comments and questions often turn into videos themselves. It's like magic. Magic. Todd, how are you doing today, bud? I'm doing really good today. Nice. We have another good question from the comment section, Todd. Mm -hmm. I think it's one we run into a lot, especially in our classes too. Mm -hmm. How do you build trust as a non-technical scrum master? Now I left a comment, so I actually kind of went hard in the paint on this one. I'm curious how, how you would take this one.
1: As a non-technical scrum master. Um, so I think there's a a lot of things that you can do. Um, one, uh, at least become a little bit familiar with what they're doing, yeah. right? Don't just say, well, I don't know how to code. I don't know how to do this. I don't know the technical side of it. Don't just fall into that trap. Uh, just if if at anything, it, you're not asked to become the technical prowess, have a ton of technical prowess, but have the empathy for what is going on there. That's That's tip number one.
0: Yeah, I think I'll do uh, tip number two. Um, you better make sure that you do what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you say, hey, this impediment came up, I'm going to go crush it, go crush it. If you're going to partner with the product owner and help them understand value and get a good product backlog put together and and or facilitate refinement or whatever it is you're committing to doing to help that team be effective, you'd better follow through and do it, especially Mm -hmm. Todd in the retro. Right. Those those retro commitments, you've got to be on point. So if you're a non-technical scrum master, which, by the way, might be a good thing. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I don't think it's good or bad. It's just, it is what it is, but you'd better be excellent at everything expected of a scrum master. Right. And do what you say you're going
1: to do. I like it. We, or are we just going to keep counting? Tip yeah, number three, tip number three, um, <laughs> tip number three um, clear the path. Uh, it just builds on what you just said. Uh, remove impediments. Yeah. And not impediments that that team can't remove, the impediments that nobody else wants to remove, the hard ones, Yep. right? The hard impediments. Like it always takes us forever to ask for a new tool and we need one now and it's going to be three months so we're going to build all kinds of workarounds. Right. Clear that path, attack that problem and keep going after those things because people will appreciate the fact that you're dealing with those really tough to do impediments that nobody else has wanted to deal with. Yeah,
0: you know, I think uh, we're on to number four, and I think a really good one here is introduce new concepts that benefit developers. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'll give an example. I think most developers, in my experience, are not big fans of story points and story point estimation and having to do all of that pointing and they and the Jira updates. And I, and I get it. They're upset about that. Let's introduce something called the flow metrics. Right. How about Mm -hmm. item aging, cycle time, throughput and WIP limits, which are all available out of the box in most major tools. Mm -hmm. Right. So you make a deal. Developers, if you keep your stuff up to date, we just run reports that and we'll use these metrics and we'll start socializing these in the organization and and getting these accepted so that you don't have to do the things you don't want to do. Right. I think Mm -hmm. that's one good example. What do you think there, Ted?
1: I like it. That's a good one.
0: And I Um, think I'm going to tee up number five for you because it's your, it's your thing. And I wanted to say it, but I'm not going to steal it from you. I think that means we have to pop the scrum bubble.
1: Yeah. 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 I have a number six after this, but I think you're right. Like tell us more about the pop the scrum bubble before I pull out number six. Cause I have a number six that I have like, I'm stuck in my head. I have to get out.
0: Love it. So with number five, with the pop, the scrum bubble, get out, get away from the PO and the developers and get into the organization Hmm. And start smoothing things out in the org. You know, work with finance, work, work with HR, work with legal, work with the architecture groups. Make sure that it, life is as easy as possible for them and your Scrum team.
1: Very like good. What's yeah. your number six, bud? Uh, express vul- vulnerability yourself. Yeah. Um, be the person that when they mess up, says they messed up. Right. Um, I, I think that, um, or express uh, you feeling uncomfortable about a particular situation. Express vul- workplace vul- vulnerability. Right. Rather, and this is a concept that has existed a long time in uh, extreme programming, right? Um, get away from the adolescent surety that I know something better than anybody else. That's almost a direct quote from extreme programming. And instead, express workplace vulnerability. I don't know this. I tie, kind of a tie into the scrum values. I, I don't know this and I'm fine not knowing this. I need help or I messed up or those kinds of things. So express vulnerability. I think yeah, that's universally applicable to everybody. But
0: scrum. I think that's just life, right? I think that's an amazing tip. Open to the idea that you're, you could be wrong. I think those uh, five or six, I think that was six. Those six things are some really good things to try as you're building trust. I think as a technical or a non-technical Scrum Master, right? These are just things that we ought to be doing that builds trust with a team, that demonstrates value. Just remember you're serving them. They're not serving you. And so you know, mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Anything else to add there, Todd?
1: Uh, no, I think that's a good, uh, good, uh, good start. What else? Uh, I'm sorry, excited to see what anybody else puts in here. If you're a non-technical Scrum Master, what, what, what do you do? Yeah, what's worked for you? Let
0: us know in the comments. Leave your questions, like, and subscribe so you don't miss a future video. Check out the socials. We've got a lot going on on Twitter and LinkedIn. Every once in a while, some Facebook action. Some videos are going to pop up. It's our two courses. Learn the Scrum Framework and learn EBM with Todd and Will stuff out there. Uh, Let us know what you think in the comments. And uh, you know what? Go build some trust. Do what you say you're going to do. Pop the Scrum bubble. uh, Show workplace vulnerability and uh, the other three that we mentioned and uh, see how that works. Let us know. Thanks, everybody. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training